Sitting down in your car as you shut the door, you pull out your phone to begin the GPS. You click in the directions, and before you know it, you are focused on where you're headed with your foot on the gas. Admiring the road before you, your attention begins to gain clarity on another thought, and you feel called to turn on the Incredible Conversations podcast. A warm, secure feeling overcomes you. Your breathing gets deeper, your mind gets clearer, and your heart begins to open again. You know that the moment you turn it on, you will be immersed in a wholehearted conversation destined to expand your awareness in incorporating universal law, learning about conscious health, optimizing your energy with astrology, and super fueling your success. You feel like you're sitting with an old friend when you hear, Welcome to Incredible Conversations with me, Isabel. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Incredible Conversations podcast. It's an honor to have you here. If you're new, if you are a frequent listener, thank you for joining me once again. It's really exciting to watch the podcast grow and to hear the feedback that I've been getting from you guys. So thank you so much. To continue our astrology podcasts, we have another one coming to you. But the fun part about this one is that I'm connecting with a friend that lives close to me out here near Reno. And we connected originally over Instagram. And then she's actually become an adoptee of our only brown and white pup that we got from Zena's litter, Stanley, and he got to keep his name, which was super exciting. And I'm really, really stoked to share what we're talking about today, which is honestly an astrology reading. I asked Shelby if she would be open to, you know, sharing her chart, and she was a-okay with that. And so today, you will get to hear our conversation of kind of what an astrology reading with me sounds like. I definitely go in different directions than I normally would because it's also on the podcast and there are some things that I don't necessarily feel are okay to share in such a public space because astrology readings are very personal and for this one we don't get very deep in the sense of you know limiting beliefs or or wounds under the surface But it's a really fun one that pertains more to our guests' career life and how to overcome the hustle and bustle of being an online creator, as you will slowly and quickly hear about. (laughs) So if you have ever been interested in an astrology reading, but you just weren't sure what it would be about, this is the episode for you. If you would like to get your own astrology reading, please reach out. I will have the link in the description on how to book a reading with me and we can go go from there. Also, if you want to help support the show and you want to get your body right, on it, my favorite and only supplement company that I am ordering from at this time has given me a 10% off coupon code to give to y'all. So, when you check out with Onnit, you'll get 10% off with the discount code Isabel, I-S-A-B-E-L-L-E, at checkout. And you can also try 
total human or alpha brain or both for free if you click through the link in the show notes. I think you pay a little bit of shipping, but that's it. So if you want to have laser focus, which you will definitely hear in some of my podcasts, some you can tell, oh, she's kind of going all over the place. Those are the times I am not using any supplements when I'm not using on it. But in about a week from now, you're going to hear a different podcast. And I take out the brain prior to the podcast and I'm on. You can tell the scary difference between those episodes. So this one, I did not take any on it. Please leave me feedback. This one, I'm a little going all over the place because I'm so excited to be talking astrology. But I definitely am going all over the board. So I'll leave it up to you to make that decision on, whoa, she's way more in the zone in next week's podcast or I sound similar. I'll let you decide. But if you want to try it out for free, limited time, just use the links in the notes below. And I am fucking honored to have you listening to today's show. Thank you so much. Let's head in. All right, everybody, welcome back. We're here. Hopefully, this microphone has eliminated the static because that has been an ongoing battle the past couple podcasts. It's been hopping from Airbnb to Airbnb to using the laptop to being in an echoey space because they don't know how to decorate an Airbnb, which my Libra rising just does not understand. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. However, we are going to talk about some astrology. And I'm really excited about this. I've only done something similar to this once for someone else's podcast. And you can go watch that at Rob Carney's podcast, Whole Health Connections. I will go and find it and put it in the show notes for this. But today we will be meeting with a special guest, someone that I connected with a couple winters back, last winter, early 2020, late, late 2020, early 2021. The time warp is real, but we will get to dive into the ethers of her astrology chart, and it's going to be wicked. I try not to look at the charts before I go and do them, just so I can intuitively guide the conversation based off of what we share back and forth. However, I'm having a hard time not staring at it. So before we dive in, before my eagerness gets the best of me, I just want to invite us all to close our eyes if you are available to, if you feel comfortable to, and take a big deep inhale into the lungs, fill them up all the way to the top and all the way down as if they were just going, going, going to the feet. Fill it up nice and wide, all sides of the body and pause and at your own pace, at your own time, exhale that breath slowly out of the body and let's go through a few rounds of breath in this manner so inhale feel yourself inflate like a beautiful little pumpkin not that they inflate but you get the idea we're gonna pause and then exhale and just release it all out and do that two three four more times at your own pace your own rhythm 
today, I just want to invite you to set an intention as you listen to this podcast. Wherever you may stand in your beliefs with astrology or the metaphysical world, the only way we really hold a belief is when we have obsessive and continuing thoughts that keep confirming it. If we allow it to become something more than an idea. And ideas are really fun to play with. So I invite you to create an intention around how you wish this information to present itself to you today. Although we may not be looking at your own personal natal birth chart, there's so much knowledge that can be learned from listening to the conversation held between two people while looking at this blueprint of the soul. And as always, of course, hold yourself with this loving embrace, a loving space all around you. And on your next inhale, allow it to be held for five or six, seven seconds. Pause at the top and then exhale for one second longer than what you just inhaled for. So if you inhaled for five, exhale for six and then come back to your normal breathing. And if you can, I just invite you to shake your body, shake your hands, get a little energy moving. Our little chi centers need to be woken up so that we don't got that stagnant energy inside. And now we're here and we're in the flesh and we get to just come back in a neutral space. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you're a new listener, if you're an old listener, or if you are curious about the stars. I'm excited for this. So without further ado, Shelby, welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself. Tell us all about your life, what you do, where you're at, anything that's pertinent to the, to your, to who you are. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be on this podcast. Um, It is just awesome being here and connecting with you after, you know, talking about our podcast over a year ago now. Um, But yeah, my name is Shelby. I'm an, I like to say I'm an adventure and lifestyle content creator. I live in North Lake Tahoe, California. I've been here for around three years now. And um, yeah, it's been a really great time. I've been doing content creation for the past two years. And it's just been something I've really been passionate about and building. Um, it's just great because I can, you know, I can let it revolve around my fun and the lifestyle that I live. Um, I recently got a puppy and that's also been like the light of my life. His name is Stanley and Stanley is actually a puppy from one of Isabel's dog's <laughs> litters. <laughs> so that's how this is all um, full circle. <laughs> is he by your feet right now? <laughs> is well you pick him up and everyone that's just listening to this i'm sorry but you're missing out go find us on youtube his oh, family <laughs> is the cutest bean in the world he was our only red and white border collie from the litter and he is literally perfect <laughs> i said that about all of them but he is extra perfect he's got zena's like look and then a little bit of elmer's uh, like structure so I- i'm in love every time i see him <laughs> also very oddly calm yeah every day I'm just like when is it when is the craze oh there it is is. (laughs) it's a 
like, when is the crazy going to come out? <laughs> not often. Oh, it's pretty chill. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Zena was a lot more relaxed in that sense. Like, her mischief was taking the shoes out of my closet and then putting them everywhere around the room when I was gone <laughs> and then just hiding in the closet. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It is such a pleasure to have, yeah, to have so many different little bits and pieces that connect us. And it's so fun to be able to do this here now. So um, a few questions before we start. So everyone's listening. This is how I typically dive into a very first astrology reading with someone. So it's pretty basic. And I will talk about what we will run through. But first and foremost, even if you are an astrologer out there yourself, please God check the birthday and the time because if we start off on that wrong note we're never going to go back to redeem that so I would love to confirm with you Shelby that you were uh, September 6 96 at 7 13 p.m mm-hmm. yep awesome sweet so we got that down and then of course um in astrology having the exact time is super important for the kind of astrology that i do this western astrology because the rising sign little lesson here that changes every two hours so someone which is a great part about astrology if you and five other people in the same room have the same birthday but you're all really different with like a couple different quirks that are the same that's most likely because your rising signs are different so if someone had a libra rising versus an aries rising this is very 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 easy to tell because the libra person might be a people pleaser might really love to bring the balance and the peace to the room or is really easy to talk to to light you up to be like aesthetically uh, pleasing to the eye or like catching the aries person is going to be a little bit more dominant in their energy they're going to be a little bit more i i i this is what i'm doing you're going to follow me or i'm leaving you behind the train's not waiting for you to get on and it's a lot more of this quickness a spark a very much i don't care about balance we are going with the flow i have no idea what's going to happen but we're just going to do it and see and learn on the way and so it's it's really interesting how that can play in to the birthday when you do have people with the same birthdays. And where I want to start with you, Shelby, is that so over the next hour, we're going to do like a little checkup. We're going to make sure that there's some timing that's established and that we can figure out when your chart may have been activated, when your energy really got flowing, or any time that we get to witness what side of the road you chose. So I like to call there's a high road and there's a, a low road to each sign, each placement, each planet. <clears throat> and it's really just a matter of what we're learning in this lifetime and how we're going to go about using that energy. And so we'll spend about 10, 15 minutes talking about timing. And then we'll spend about 10 to 15 minutes talking about the sun, moon, and rising. And then finally, we're going to see what is happening now to bring it all together. And so I want to start by asking you what happened for you around the age of 20, 21 years old? Oh, I'm trying to think. That seems like such a long time ago. I'm trying to think. First off, I need to think about uh, what year that was when I was in school. Okay. 
I don't want to get this wrong, so I need to think for a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> 20 was an interesting year mm -hmm. for me. Um, so I always, my birthday is always at the start of a new school year. And I remember that was when I turned 20, I was a sophomore in college. And that was a really hard year for me, mm -hmm. like extremely, extremely hard. Probably one of my hardest years of my life, just health wise. Um, I, our college had a mumps outbreak and I had to get a vaccine for it, the MMR vaccine, mm -hmm. um, just so I could remain on campus, you know, stay safe. But I ended up just having a really, really awful allergic reaction to it. Long story short, I ended up missing over a month of school and I just had a ton of inflammation in my body and it just kind of my immune system kind of just attacked itself mm -hmm. so I just basically got sick every two weeks for like a whole year <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I feel like I feel like that um it was it was a blessing in disguise though you know because it made me learn how to take care of myself on my own I mean I'm sure I've heard you've had some health stuff too. And when you're going from doctor to doctor, you decide to also educate yourself mm -hmm. on um, how you might be able to heal your body as well. So it was a blessing in disguise, but yeah, to sum up my year, that was a very, very, that was a very hard year. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry to hear that. But the fact that, instead of like falling into this deep complaining era of life, you're like, all right, this is what I'm living with. And now I could either educate myself and know how to be at least helping healing my body in a certain way, or I could just be in this like depressive state. And maybe that came in an ebb and flow, but where you are now at this point, it seems like you handled that in the best way possible and that it was a lesson that you were given in life to be able to be who you are in this moment. So I'm really sorry that that did happen for you, but at the same time, I'm really happy that you're able to make those healthy choices and to learn more about who you are from the inside out and what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And I'd love for you to um, talk a little bit about your dietary uh, experiment that you did. We've talked about this a couple of times, but more so like different food groups that you eliminated or brought in and then maybe things you avoided for a little bit to see what helped you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've tried a lot, a lot of diets <laughs> and read, you know, I've, I've really became obsessed with just trying to figure out how I could just feel as great as possible on my own. As much as I did see other doctors, I just at that time was not getting much help by other doctors other than just take, like taking steroids, doing this, just like band-aid type of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things that really helped me was trying to remove foods that were inflammatory for my body. Mm -hmm. I did that, you know, just through a so sort of like an, um, what's it called? I just had a brain fart. <laughs> was it the elimination diet? The elimination, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had my coffee today. Yeah, the elimination <laughs> diet. So I just cut out um, most processed foods 
inflammatory foods such as gluten and dairy. Um, and that alone did work wonders for me. I have been mostly gluten and dairy free since that year when I was 20 or uh, 21, probably consistently when I was 21. One of, one of the things that um, really manifested physically for me after getting sick was eczema. And that was something I didn't ever really deal with except for when I was like a small, small, like toddler. And I had it all over my body. It was awful just for like a straight year, my face, my arms, my stomach, just like everywhere. Not only did it, you know, that just, it hurt my confidence and my self-esteem, but it was just so painful as an athlete. I'm working out all the time. I felt like I couldn't even sweat because it would just get, yeah. <laughs> so cutting out and in, like inflammatory foods, almost made an immediate difference to my skin. At least those foods were inflammatory for me. I feel like obviously everyone's body's different, but gluten and dairy are the main, the one, the two that have stayed consistent. Um, I have gone like vegan, mm -hmm. um, but I haven't noticed a tremendous difference for me. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, gluten and dairy are like the big, the big two for me that made a big difference. Absolutely. I hear... <laughs> In my own opinion, of course, I feel like that is the the two biggest ones that people have the most success with. Like once I personally stopped having dairy in my life, like mucus eliminated, like you get yeah. those like weird back of the throat boogers and you're like, man, oh man, what is this? And you're snot rocking and left and right, hitting people with them. It can bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then what is it? Like the dairy, like our stomachs, in my own opinion, of course, um, just due to the foods that we're presented and we're not always taught exactly what's being put in them or on them or sprayed with, like that can just deteriorate our stomach microbiome. And that in itself allows our little bellies to be sensitive that, to that wheat gluten. And it's so sad because bread is marvelous. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. But thank you for sharing that. Um, because I know that's, that's always a big thing to deal with diet and changes and bodily confidence, especially when we're young and it's our twenties. We're like, who am I supposed to be? Where am I supposed to go? If I look like this, how am I supposed to be myself? Oh my gosh. It can just be a torment. It's crazy too, though, because if, you know, if that never happened to me, I don't know if I would have ever, um, reevaluated by like my choices with eating because my two favorite things, you know, I love pizza. I love bread. I pretty much had like, that was like my diet is lots of bread <laughs> and yeah, lots of pizza, especially in college. But even as a kid, I just loved um, carbs and cheese. It was in everything. And I always wondered why after every time I ate a meal, I was so nauseous and I just thought it was normal. Mm -hmm. until eventually cutting it out of my diet, I realized, oh, wow, I feel a lot better. So yeah, it's just, it's made a tremendous difference in my life. I love that. Heck yes. Well, I'm excited to keep hearing how that develops for you in the positive way. And then moving forward, have you ever heard of Saturn return? have I've heard of these terms but I'm honestly not really that familiar <laughs> I don't know what it means but I've heard of it <laughs> absolutely so you'll get yours um gosh around 2025 and I will pull up that exact date for you after this call I think that's a personal thing that I don't feel comfortable sharing on the pod so 
sorry guys, but there everyone has a certain time frame that a Saturn return does happen. And so this is really a time where we have basically the principal coming into the office and going, hey, come here. And you're gonna get there like, oh shit. Or you're like, yeah, I'm getting rewarded for something sweet. Cause you're you have one or two feelings when that happens, or when someone's coming to you and you're like, I talked about them the other day. They must have found out. I'm really nervous now. Or you're like, oh, they must have got the present I sent them. Like, however, you had acted in that situation, this energy is going to multiply it in a way that you're going to learn from it or you're going to be rewarded from it. So you can think about it as like the R planet responsibility, reward, or what did I just say? It's not an R, but punishment. <laughs> so it is definitely up there. And for you, it's going to be all about the, the physical body, the physical house. And it's going to have a lot of, with, to do with like your action during this time. So your speed, where you're going to lead without having people really being there to, to sure-footed follow you, but being in your own power and really feeling like you have this, this connection between how you want to create a community, but based off of what you believe in. In the shortest way, I can say that. <laughs> so that is in the future. We cannot go too much deeper into that, but it's always fun just to acknowledge, oh, great during this time of my life i'll have this kind of happening and of course when you're about 28 to 30 years old is when this takes place so anyone out there who's around that age and you feel like the world is just slapping you in the face left and right or like pulling your pants down in front of the auditorium that's full yeah that's the energy of this <laughs> so it's not to be afraid of but it's, it's to really make sure that you are doing what you're meant to do and that you're having fun and that you're enjoying your life because you'll definitely hear about it from the, from, from the world. So moving forward, we got that down. We have our timing based off of how the planets move through the chart. So needless to say, when you're born, the nurse ran out, took a picture of your birth chart in the sky. And then that's what we're always reading when we do natal birth charts. However, as we know, the planets are always spinning and moving around the world. So however they land in current time on our birth chart time, that's where we get these different energies, these different feelings, these different uh, seasons of our lives, so to say. And so moving forward for your sun, moon, and rising, first of all, I want to state that you got your sun in Virgo, you have your moon in Cancer, and then your rising is in Pisces. So overall, before I ask any questions, how would you say that you feel um, like people see you in the world? Um, I would say I feel like people see me as someone that is really ambitious, um, like maybe like a go-getter, but not in a, like a typical way. But I feel like people definitely see me as someone that's like always like busy, always like going after something and like always has a booked schedule. <laughs> yes. Awesome. And then how would you say your emotions are or your connection with your, your emotions? Um, pretty, I'd say pretty in tune. Mm -hmm. I definitely, I definitely like to 
monitor them. I like to journal every morning. I like to be really aware of them. Um, but I'd say I'm pretty calm about them. Like I'm more of an internal feeler than like an external type of feeler. I don't really show everyone my emotions, if that makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. And then what do you feel like you're like inside? There's this little voice that tells you stuff. Like, where do you feel like, how do you feel like that connects with you? I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's everything. Yes. <laughs> like, I feel like that, you know, that's like your gut feelings. And I mean, that's, I mean, if you've listened to my podcast and I'm hoping to bring back, it's just, I think everyone's little inner voice is what leads them to what they're destined in life. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's like, my gut feeling is like, it's, it's myself, it's my awareness. It's um, when I'm able to hear that, that's um, me tapping into, uh, yeah, myself and presence. And I feel like I definitely do have that contrast though, because I'm definitely an, an overthinker. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I do have a lot of blocks and it does have to do with my overthinking type of personality. But like, I feel like I always end up feeling it out and going with the gut. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Okay. So <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so Virgo sun, what we can usually expect from people. And I say usually because I'm never going to umbrella anyone under the same sign. But when we have a Virgo sun, this can usually look like someone who looks like they have their life organized, like anything you see. So for example, I'll use Instagram, like every single little block is going to look perfect. It's going to look organized. It's going to look aesthetic. It's going to be the most like efficient for the eye to look at. And it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be over the top in a very modest and grounded way because Virgos love perfection <laughs> to a fault. Uh, would you feel like you strive for perfection in what you do? Yes. <laughs> I feel like I always... I, I'm trying not to say always, but currently it is that way. I'm trying to change it, but I'm always someone, you know, I'll make a list, a to-do list of like 30 things when really I can only achieve five of those. <laughs> yeah. <But> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. yeah. And not even the, the fact that you can't achieve those things, but it's like, there's a, it's only so much time. There's in only, day. Yeah. There's only so much time in the day. I really, I'm really trying to work on that. Oh, I love that. And so do you ever feel like when you stay in alignment with that structure where you're baking lists and you are um, really efficiently trying to make the most of your time, uh, do you have a positive correlation or a, a funky correlation with your emotional body? I honestly would say it depends. I feel like I go through phases where I'm just like, boom, boom, boom. Like all these tasks are done. My house is perfectly clean and everything feels like magic. Mm -hmm. Or I try to force that structure mm -hmm. and I just cannot follow it. And then it leads to this whole form of self-sabotage where I'm like, like, why can't I accomplish anything? Um, it really changes. Um, but a lot of the times it does really work for me. I love being organized. I feel like I almost love being organized and making a list more than uh, doing the things on the list. <laughs> but, uh, but the lists and organization give me my motivation. 
like nine times out of 10, if like my house is a mess, like my brain is also a mess. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yes. 1000%. Oh my gosh. What's on the outside is what's on the inside. It's like mm-hmm. the, whatever we believe in our subconscious mind or like whatever we've learned, that is literally what our surroundings are. So like, yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that. But that is definitely how, how it usually is. So if you want to change something on the outside, go to your brain, go in there first, because our minds are actually not our first minds. I won't talk about that here, but our brains are in our guts, people. (laughs) So moving forward, um, my next question is, if you were in an ideal world, what would that look like? No limitations, no judgments, exactly ideal for you. Yeah, I think I'd start with food. (laughs) Like something I always, I actually, I love um, going grocery shopping. And if it were my choice, I would spend like so much of my money just on my groceries. I love buying the best foods and like the feeling I get when I walk into like a really nice grocery store and just in my perfect world, like I could, I could go grocery shopping every week and get whatever I want and not be, you know, on a, a, my current budget. Mm-hmm. Um, just having more, I feel like I, I can't say more flexibility because I have a really, really f- flexible job right now, but the feeling of flexibility with complete financial freedom, mm-hmm. as you know, growing a business that it, it fluctuates, you know, I might have some really good months and I still might still have some really not so good months. And that's where being on a budget really, really helps me. Um, so having the flexibility with complete financial freedom. Um, also, you know, I'm working my butt off right now trying to make this happen. And I really hope to have some more balance between co- content creation while on the go and like doing my explorations and actually doing my explorations and not having to pull out my phone and document everything as much as I love doing that. So just some more balance and financial, more financial freedom. (laughs) I love that. Perfect. This is beautiful. Okay. And then I want to just do some rapid fire. Yes or no questions uh, to get a little bit deeper into the energy. So would you rather be focused or be creative, like free flow? Oh no, I'm gonna, this is my overthinking brain's right gonna like, it depends, it depends. Um, <laughs> I'd say, in, I think instinctually, like I do like being creative. I think, mm-hmm. I think my brain, my, my gut is saying like, um, yeah, <laughs> I'll just go with creative. Yep. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> faster. Would you rather be inside or outside? Outside. Would you rather be at home or at a friend's house? At home. Would you rather work for someone or work for yourself? Work for myself. Would you rather follow the crowd or be unique? Be unique. Would you rather, one last question. Ooh, would you rather receive or give? Give. Right on. All right, so I'm asking all these questions because this is really how you can figure out what is more 
in charge. So for you, like you have double or you, your, your big three, the sun, moon rising, it's double mm-hmm. water earth. But in my opinion, you actually have, let's see, the same amount of energy in each of those elements. So you're a very balanced person in that way. And then you have almost equal energy in your air and in your fire. So for me looking at that, that tells me that you're able to pull out whatever you need in the time it's needed, if that makes sense. So if it's in a like very exciting and thrilling, fast paced area, your fire is going to turn on and you're going to engage it with your air. And like, it's just going to get bigger and better and better and more fun. <laughs> and then if it's like, oh, we're dialing it down, you can pull out that water. And it's, if it's one-on-one, you can get real sensitive. It's time to go in. You can get cozy, comforting, you nourish the people around you. And it can be this really like warming embrace because you feel comfortable uh, with that, that, that toning it down. And would you say, like, do you feel the resonance with that? Yeah, it's, I'd say I definitely feel the resonance with that. And uh, it's funny because answering that question, would you rather be unique or would, would you rather fit in with the crowd? I would rather live a more unique lifestyle, but I notice, I feel like I read the energy of the room and Mm -hmm. I fit that just kind of how you were explaining that. I definitely resonate with that. I feel like I could be a really, really outgoing and crazy person if I'm around the right crew of people. But then if I'm with a calmer crowd, I would be so shy and like not be as crazy or do the like funny, the funnier things that I would do with a different crowd. Absolutely. Wow. And so would you say that like in that way, would you, how do I want to ask you this? So being able to like put on that, that, that costume for the moment to Mm -hmm. fit, to fit that mold. Would you say that, how do I want to ask this? I don't, I'm trying to be less complex with my questions because I feel like I can ask like seven things in one question and it's horrid because everyone's like what are you asking right now I am upside down so I guess I'll ask in like what how I was would you say that you're more practical or more of a feeler feeler yeah okay Mm -hmm. so that's what I was picking up from you saying like okay come in I feel the room and then I take on that action so because Mm -hmm. you have that water and earth energy it is really like you step in you use your feelings scan it all out of course because when we can apply ourselves in a similar way like if it's a funeral we're probably not gonna barge in with a party going on that would might not be great for everyone there so it might be a little upsetting but when we can do that and then we scan it and we go okay practical action on and then you take the steps to actually do the thing so I love hearing that because that's like that's a big part of your makeup and I would love to ask when you so do you ever feel like how do I want to ask this question do you ever feel like you overwork or you hustle at all yes Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you do but that, it, what happens? It nothing, nothing happens when I try to overwork or like over, like over stride, take too many strides. I get complete work paralysis. 
Mm-hmm. So it's just like a form of self-sabotage. <laughs> oh my gosh. And when you take care of yourself first, your mind, your body, your soul, and you have yourself time before you work, how does that feel for you? So much better. It's it's funny because um recently I went on that trip to California. Yeah. And before that, I was so stressed. I was like, oh, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I'm so, like just running around so stressed, but at the same time running around, not getting anything done. And then instead just going on this trip and like, I probably just had like, you know, like six hours total working that whole week. Mm-hmm. I, everything just fell into place. Mm-hmm. I got paid more money that week. And just, I feel like the, the feeling of receiving just like everything just like came to me since I was in that state of calm and presence. And yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You have some major push pull energy between the signs of Capricorn and cancer. So I would say that you're like heavily ruled by Capricorn, Cancer, and Libra in your chart. So those are like three major energy points for you. And so how um, I want to go about that is like, so you answering the question, like when I'm overworking that hustle mentality, running around, trying to get multiple things done, but really we don't get anything done in those times. When we can actually give to the other side and receive any help or just allow the divine timing to unfold as it will like that calm overcomes us and so that cancer energy I would say would be where you want to spend a little bit more of your time because you are so good at Capricorn it's connected to the uh, planet of expansion so everything you do work-wise it's only going to get bigger but the challenge or the that push-pull for you will be learning how to tap into your own resources, sit with yourself first, set your intentions, say whatever kind of prayers for the world around you, make that nourishing meal, really have your own home body, what you want it, because that is even like your, your act of love in itself. It's in the fifth house of Leo and Capricorn, like the sign itself, most of it sits in the 11th house, a little bit in the 10th. Um, So for me, what that means is like your work is different. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more in depth, like what your content creation looks like and how you got started with that. So maybe bringing us back to what you did before you were a content creator and then how it has um, allowed you to become who you are now. Yeah. Yeah. So before I was a content creator, I'll like flash forward, before I was a ski instructor, I was in college and I was debating, you know, should I, everyone was already getting like all these big jobs and interviews and I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. And I ended up, I was working on developing an app and um, I met an advisor that was kind of giving me these ideas of moving to Brooklyn, New York. I've always kind of saw myself living there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was just you know, starting to make plans this way, this way. And then in the middle of summer after graduating 2019, I just had this small gut feeling that was like, maybe I should take a gap year because I never took one from high school to college. Maybe I should take some time to think about what I need to do. And um, I ended up meeting someone that that was talking about working in Tahoe as a ski instructor that I just randomly met on a trip. And it just planted that seed inside me. I was like, oh yeah. 
I love skiing. I never got to nourish that passion of mine that much because I always did track in college and high school and middle school. So I just told myself, if I get these two jobs that I applied for that were like, just like places I picked on a map for a ski resort, I'll take it as a sign that I need to take that gap year. And if I don't get those jobs, then I'm just going to move to New York and just start working right away. And as soon as I decided that I got both of those jobs, I got the interviews in the same day within an hour back to back. And I both, I got both of the, I got, what? I got yeses for both of them. Um, yeah, that same day. So I was like, well, I guess like the universe just like answered that for me. So long, that's like long story short, I became a ski instructor and I found a really nice uh, place in Tahoe here. And I did that. And I also was a luxury ski I was a part of a luxury ski rental delivery service so I would drive to people's homes after I was done ski instructing and fit their ski boots and their skis for them it was really bougie it was fun um but yeah then I lost my jobs due to COVID and didn't know what to do because I was definitely really nervous about in the beginning about the pandemic because of my past health issues I just was getting sick so easily um and it just everything just started to point towards my initial dream that I've had since I was a little kid, which I uncovered, which basically was, I always had this dream of being a YouTuber since I was 10 and actually living on the coast of California in a van, which is really funny because as you know, now I'm starting, you know, I've been rebuilding a camper with my boyfriend and we just got off, we just got back from a coastal trip and it just like hit me. I was like, wow, like all of this is like manifesting in a very similar way. So that's what I did before. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah, I just love it. Y'all need to see Shelby's camper. It is beautiful. It is this cute vintage camper. And yeah, her and her man, they redid it. It's fucking beautiful inside. It's like everything I dreamed the camper Danny and I had to be, but just wasn't going to be because we had seven puppies inside of it and that <laughs> wasn't going to happen. It just ended up smelling like poop all the time. So really happy to live vicariously through you for like the ideal camper experience. But like uh, hearing that all come out is like that's your soul like you having this dream to be this like a visionary being this person that's going out living their life and using these different technologies in the sense of like living in different worlds at the same time so Pisces is your rising so this is the, is the dreamer it is it has gone through all of the other things of the zodiac and now it is time to focus on itself. So it's like this death and rebirth cycle. So through this lifetime, there's going to be a whole bunch of like reinventing of who you are, what you do, what you love, but only in the sense of that it'll get better and better, like a fine red wine. And how I like to see Pisces, it's like, sure, it can be distracted. It can feel like it has no focus. It can just be a little like up in the clouds, so to say. It, it's like that connection we have with spirit. But I love how you're saying, like, even with the podcast you have, like, it's that inside voice and that knowing, that gut feeling that we get that is really the guiding light, that lighthouse to where we want to go and what we're going to create. And so for you, it's so perfect for, like, your life story to be this, this creation, this vision, this art, this masterpiece out of video out of 
like an illusionary world because like we're over a goddamn zoom right now this is crazy like we're in person but we're in two different places and so it's that distortion but in a positive and impactful way and so that's how I see like you being in alignment with your soul's calling like I like to say that the sun is the un- like so it's an umbrella right so the sun's the umbrella the big part that everyone sees and it can either be like sparkly or polka dots or colorful or plain black whoever like you are seen by everyone else and then that stick you hold it's it's your emotions and that's the moon so the emotional body um, perhaps can be with a cancer moon it can sometimes be like if it's on the low road why is no one like taking me into consideration why do I have to speak my words should they just know what I'm feeling but on the outside no one understands or no one knows and then that makes you upset because it's hard to communicate that when it's on the low road on the high road it's like hey I just need some time to myself for a little bit in order to get clear and then we can talk about it and so there's like that back and forth between the two and (laughs) where am I going with this right now? I lost my train of thought, but with, oh yeah, with your Pisces and the moon in Cancer. And then that sun in Virgo, it's, it's, it keeps you with your momentum and it keeps you going on that track of A to B. Like I want to be here, but I'm going there and I know how to get there and I'm going to trust my gut to get there. And then I'm going to tend to my emotions, my body, my mind, my soul in order to make that happen. And that's just a really beautiful thing. So I love hearing that you have like found ways to activate this in your life and to take the high road is what I'm hearing out of most of this. And what I really want to ask is you have a really unique shape in your birth chart and there's that push and pull between Cancer and Capricorn, but there's also a push and pull between Aries and Libra. So what I was saying earlier about the the me, me, me versus the we, we, we. So it's like, When can you stand in your place and do what you need to do for yourself because it's taking care of you, it's putting yourself first, and it's like it's being okay saying, Yes, I will move forward. I have no idea what's ahead, but I trust. And then the Libra side, it wants that balance, it doesn't like having a teeter totter effect, it really wants to love and be loved. It's the relationships and your son is actually in the house of relationships so you have like a very big emphasis on this where in my own opinion it also illuminates how you work because it's all connected because working with us or others will make you the happiest like work for yourself but being able to collaborate with other people would you say like that yeah so explain how you feel about that like whether collaboration is more your gym jam or if solo dolo is more your gym jam or how you work with that push and pull effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like I do, I definitely do a lot of solo content for myself mm-hmm. when it comes to collaborating. Um, I see myself really enjoying collaborating with like-minded brands 
Mm-hmm. Um, I do not, at least yet, I feel like I'm slowly forming like a group of really awesome creators here in Tahoe where I can collab and like work together and shoot content with them. And it's really, really fun. But when, when it comes to working with others, um, you know, that's while I may be recording just on my cell phone by myself, I'm sending that out to my platform and collaborating and connecting on ideas with people that are following me. And I feel like that's honestly one of my favorite things is to be able to educate and inspire people, whether it's, you know, to get more into skateboarding or an outdoor activity like hiking or skiing or anything outdoors related, or just to make an impact to maybe make someone not be so scared just to try something new. just the collaboration in that aspect while I might be filming a lot like by myself it's going out to other people and I'm still communicating on a platform and collaborating in that way wow I love that connection it sounds like you have a like you found your balance of that in itself like Mm -hmm. you 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 get to nurture the side of you that really does love that 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 solo piece but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's not just impacting you like it's impacting hundreds thousands millions give or take like who gets to see it so I love that and for your like how how does your brain work so to say so like how does your thought process work I would say it's scattered, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I definitely, the push and pull thing makes a lot of sense. So what I do is I try to schedule, you know, I have, I schedule by the week normally, and I'll have like one week will be my bulk film week where I like film my TikToks or my Instagram videos, or I go out and I shoot my photography content that I need to do. But when it comes to my ideas, I just have a note, like I have a notepad that I will script things on, but I have like, I use my notes app and just the ideas just pop into my head, like at random times, whether it's a blessing and a curse, because like, if I have a good idea that comes into my head, like, I'm sorry, I have to ignore you for a little bit. And like, whatever I'm doing, like I'm on a date, like I have to write it down or I will forget it. And it'll be out of my, it'll be out of my mind and gone forever. At least that's what I tell myself. Like I'm constantly writing notes in my phone (laughs) about ideas. Yes. Hell yes. That's the best way to use that energy. Oh my God. Yeah. You're right. Like they only come once. Mm -hmm. You don't pay attention to them they'll just be gone beautiful Mm -hmm. presence with that oh my gosh and I just want to like further elaborate on how ideal it is for you to like have this huge focus on the outdoors and like how important the outdoors mean for you like your son like that's how people really do become attracted to you it's like Virgo is mother nature it's the goddess it's that the green thumb the planter and it really has a lot to do with like reminding people and showing people how to interact with mama earth all over again like hey you're never too late to like go out and skate like just pick up a board and go I know you've helped me there a little bit (laughs) my couple times showing up (laughs) and it it can be really scary but it's it's like uh, like how I like in my own experience of knowing you more personally it's like 
there is such a nurturing energy that is as equally like pushing the people you care about forward. And like you care about anyone that's in that community of yours, like anyone that like will give you that, that positive time. We don't have no time for the negative energy. So it's like the people that are here to support you, it's like, yes, they're going to get a piece of that. And they're going to feel that throughout everything that you have. So yeah, I'm, I'm just loving how connected you are to it and how like beautifully you've been able to like listen and go towards the nudges and chase your dreams and say yes and learn the push and pulls that are so heavy in your chart but really make it this beautiful beautiful you like who you are now (laughs) and now like I've I've hit on like what I want to hit on but do you have any questions for me that you're like hmm what could I, what could, what could be going on or like anything happening in your life that you'd want more insight on? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we kind of tapped into this a little bit, but I, I've been trying to think of exactly what I wanted to ask about this. And it, I just have noticed this theme, you know, I've made like looking back so much progress in like in my life and my career and like following my gut and, um, just really making my dreams a reality, mm-hmm. but they're still, how do I want to word this? I feel like I'm not, okay, so yeah, this is the total burden. I'm about to be like, I feel like I'm not doing enough, <laughs> but like, actually, I feel like in, because I have this overachiever mentality every day where I don't feel like like I have the feeling of not being productive, but I know I'm not being as productive either because I'm just, I get the work paralysis of feeling like I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And then I don't do as much. Mm -hmm. So I have this block, but I'm still achieving what I want. Just, I feel like, because I, I still am pushing for it, but I feel like there's blocks. And if I were to get rid of these blocks, then I would just be a lot more at ease and things would come to me easier and I'd feel better. And yeah, (laughs) so I keep feeling like there's themes of blocks and then big pushes where like things happen that I really, really want, but I still have like resistance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what (laughs) has like instantly come to me having been staring at your chart and like, what's just like, yeah, dropping in. Like what, can you define what hard work is for you? Like, what does that look like? Just at least accomplishing my to-do list for the day. (laughs) And I have been, you know, I have been better about like being realistic about it. Um, but when it comes to working for myself, there's so many different things that I have to do in a day, even if it's not a lot, I just, I get overwhelmed. Like I have to, you know, I may have like a bulk content day or I might just have to make a few videos a day and then email like seven different companies and create a media kit, you know? So it's just learning how to get it all done. <laughs> I keep feeling like I keep catching myself. I'm like, Ooh, I'm trying to do too much. <laughs> yeah. You are, you're answering your, your own question here. So 
You are so freaking cute. Your little Virgo son just wants to accomplish it all and more and like not accredit yourself for what you do get done. Like seven emails to brands, a media kit here, a couple different content videos. <laughs> when do you get time to pee in between all of that? <laughs> I think I'm just still so used when I went, I like went to a college that was just very, and I never used to be super, honestly, like super overachieving. I feel like I mostly just care about like listening to what I genuinely wanted to do. I had that gut feeling more. And then I had, I feel like my like super overachiever Virgo, Virgo self came out like during college, like, cause it was such a different, it was a culture shock. And then even now I feel like I'm like, you know, I was prepped to work like a big corporate job where I need to work really, really hard and really, really long and work. I'm not working in nine to five. I don't need to work nine to five, but like in my head, I'm like, I'm going to be sitting at my desk because I have to earn a full-time income working for myself somehow. Mm -hmm. So it's just all this underlying, I feel like subconscious beliefs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this has a lot to do with that push and pull between the we, 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 and the me, me, me. So what I'm hearing is that, you know, you learned and saw and were like schooled to, to do that, to do that nine to five, to, to work hard, to, you can only make money if you do these certain things. And when you do these certain things, you'll be rewarded in no other way possible. But because you've listened to your uniqueness, to the real way that your, like your work is meant to happen, this traveling, the culture, the truth, the philosophies, these, this expansion of what it means to be happy when you work. That's literally your, your work mission in this lifetime, like to show people it doesn't have to be this daunting, boring, soul-sucking endeavor. And so I can see where you're like, I just have, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. And I did all these things, but I, it's only three o'clock. I have to keep going. But it's like you said, when you were able to actually be on that trip and actually be working and actually be in your flow and giving yourself the time to chill and to skate and to admire the beauty around you and to realize that you are living your manifestation like you were, were living in that moment your daydream and now it's like oh time for the next one so perhaps the question I have next is like how could you be more concerned about planning out the future and doing the bare minimum for the now like what would that feel like for you if you put more time into envisioning like planning out what it was that needed to be done and then in the actual day going okay to make this happen I just need to do these three things and then if you did those three things and you got them done you could just take the day off like what would that feel like yeah, that would feel amazing. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think I just need to remind myself not to do all this extra filler work because, you know, I try to do like, yeah, like the big three, like what are the three things I could do where like, if I did that, that would be my, my step for the day and tomorrow's my second step and my third step. And I, I always try to remind myself, I don't need to take that many steps. It would feel great. And like the whole reason I'm doing this job is so I can base my work around my fun and be present and have fun. But then, yeah, then there's that 
that push and pull where I'm like, I need to be working harder so I can live that. And like, no, no, I am living that. And it is growing. Mm -hmm. But part of me is like, no, no, like you're not there yet. Like you got to keep overworking to get there. And it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah, the battle between, I guess what you're saying, the two minds a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and I want to even go deeper into this with like some yes and no questions. So you're only allowed to say yes or no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) is it okay to work and not feel depleted of your energy yes is it okay to have a day off yes is it okay to have equal amounts of work and play yes and is it okay to do work in a new way? Yes. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, you say yes to all those things, like mm-hmm. these are agreements that subconsciously in your mind, we're still like, is it safe to do this? So really like, do you feel, um, you know, based on your past, what you saw from your mom or your dad, like, do you feel there's any correlation between, like watching either of them work and then like how you're working now and like having to live up to a certain way of work to be able to like achieve similar outcomes, so to say. I hope that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> I see a correlation with my mom. So <clears throat> my mom was a single mom for like a pretty like large chunk of like my childhood. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, you know, I didn't notice any negative effects to that because she was literally a superhero. And by that, I mean, she did way, I want to, you know, like I appreciate it, but she did way too much, you know, like she was, she had her own like advertising agency that she ran from her house with like me and my sister. And, you know, she like was all about cooking, like wholesome like from scratch meals so she's always cooking cooking the meals cleaning taking us to all of our sports running her own advertising business taking us hiking on the weekends taking us traveling like teaching us how to fish teaching us how to do you know like and I'm like oh yeah this is a this is this is why I feel like I'm always needing to like this 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 do this you know um it's I feel like we have very similar minds and she she's in a she's actually getting her she's graduating next month she just got her MFA in writing and even just hearing her um her working like her working style when I'm talking to her like she'll do the same thing she's just like I just don't have any time like I have to do this and this today and this and I'm like oh my gosh mom like slow down and I'm like oh wait I'm like I'm (laughs) self-projecting Oh my gosh. Yes. It's always in the mirror. Oh my gosh. And like moms big time. Um, yeah. And, and you have like a lot of, yeah, like I said, energy in the house of cancer and, and that's the house of the mother. That's the house of our mamas and how we are portrayed as like similar in a way. And that push and pull that you have with working and tending to your garden. Like that is that, that big bit. And I invite you to lean deeper into that nurturing side of yourself, that feminine side. You have a polarity between your Venus and your Mars. So the masculine and feminine of you. 
um, what would you say feels more comfortable to uh, give or in, or receive? I know you said give earlier, but I'd love to hear uh, like what your relationship is with that deeper. I think I like, I, <laughs> I like giving a lot mm-hmm. and maybe, I don't know, is giving, is one more masculine than the other? Mm-hmm. Masculine and femi- feminine. Um, I'm trying to think how to like word this. Mm-hmm. I'm losing my track of my thoughts right now. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told you, I got to keep it more simple. I'm learning. No, uh, it's simple. My brain sometimes <laughs> just like, <laughs> and, um, um, the <laughs> the you do it too <laughs> yeah and it's I'm laughing because now I'm thinking about why your mind's doing that I'm like oh her Mercury's in Libra my fucking rising signs of Libra so it's like <laughs> all these little conversations and you're like laughing about things that happened three sentences ago and it's just now <laughs> catching up to you but oh, <laughs> yeah so like um what one you feel more called to and then like how yeah we'll start with there Okay, so giving to me reminds me of my striving to work hard, and I'm used to doing a bunch of things myself, Mm -hmm. and for me, it's rewarding to give because not only, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy helping people, I enjoy, like, surprising people and loving people, but I think I'm just used to, like, working. Mm-hmm. And I'm not used to just like sitting back. And that's why when you asked that, and then I talked about my trip to California and I just sat back and received and I was calm and didn't have to like work or like do anything. I just enjoyed and like everything was nice and calm and easy. So maybe, maybe receiving could be more comfortable for me. Um, but my lifestyle is more I, this is really hard to describe, like my lifestyle, it's more comfortable for me to be uncomfortable by working. So like, I feel like giving and doing the things is the comfortable, even though that's the polar of like what it should be, if that makes, did I explain that? Okay. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Really hard to like figure out how to say that. (laughs) Oh, I hear you. And like, for you, like you have like another big push and pull. You have a couple different of those push and pulls that are like, these are your challenges in life. And so it's that like we versus me, it's that um, work hard, play hard, but like relax and it'll come to you naturally. (laughs) And then you have another one that's like, when you do not receive or ask for help in a way that is to receive it's like your nervous system is like crunching by the bit and that you're actually extracting yourself from serving because you're more in this like all right to feel comfortable there has to be this level of control in my day and when I have control in my day I know the outcome a little bit better and when I know the outcome a little bit better then I feel a lot better about what's going to happen the next time or like the next day or the next minute or like yesterday but if you would um, invite in receiving in order to calm the nervous system and 
get your thoughts in this order of like, okay, I am worthy of asking for help, of not doing the bare minimum to say that, gosh, like you don't need to work hard or that, or that you, you know, you're not um, like grateful for what you are working for, because there's definitely like a, I want to work in this lifetime mode in your chart, but it's like, it's, it's this point of energetic exchange where you're just over giving. And so there's this like slight, um, God, what's the word? Um, not expectation, but it's, it, it's kind of like this, it is kind of like this, God, what's it called? The what mentality? It is the trade mentality. So there has to be a trade in what you do. But when we think our trade isn't worthy, we just keep giving and we keep giving and we keep giving in that same trade when we've already traded. Like you gave someone a compliment, it's your turn to get. You give someone a piece of content, it's your turn to get. And like seven times more, three times more, 10 times more. And so it's really learning that I do not need to have a trade mentality in the outside world. So where in your own life could you work on um, allowing that receptive mode, that flow, the, the pleasure, the sensual side, that divine energy to come in and really serve you and really put you up on the pedestal that you deserve to sit on and be like, yeah this is me. I don't have to overwork. I've learned how to balance it. I give what I need to give. And then I receive 10 times more. And so you don't need to answer that question if it, cause it can be like super personal, but that would be the invitation is like, when you catch yourself in that heavy work mode and that heavy overgiving and that heavy, ay, 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 uh, think about one thing you could do in that moment to receive or like to give yourself that, I can breathe. And I love that you live <laughs> right on Donner Lake because like with the water in your chart, you're meant to be in the water. That's like, do you feel like that's a healing area for you? Yeah. I mean, even since I was, I mean, my dream, you know, when I was a little kid, I always wanted to li live on the coast. I moved to Maine and I was on the close to the coast. Um, it's just always been something that I felt really pulled to. And even, I mean, even skiing, it's, you know, it's just frozen water. I've really realized that most of my like passions, I'm either wanting to be hiking by a lake. I want to be swimming by a lake. I want to be paddle boarding. I want to be surfing or skiing. Like all of it is like all of my favorite things. Mine is skateboarding because, you know, concrete wave. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's your earth side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like very like, yeah, it gives me peace, a lot of peace being by that. And like, that's the one thing when I was started journaling, um, a new journal when I moved here was uh, something came to me about how important it is to live for me in an inspiring environment. And for me, like where I live, it's, you know, it's facing Donner Lake and like looking out my window, I'm just so much happier. I could, you know, I could be having a bad day, but just looking outside and like seeing the physical environment that I live in, that my apartment faces, like I'm so much happier. And I just, yeah, I think if I, you know, maybe if I didn't move here, I wouldn't have discovered the whole content creation thing so fast. I genuinely believe that the environment, like for, for me specifically, like, yeah, where I live is super, super important. Mm -hmm. mm, I love that. Ah, 
Um, did that <laughs> answer your question, by the way? <laughs> I think it did. Yeah. Right on. It, it definitely, it definitely makes sense to why I have such, um, I wouldn't say conflicts, but kind of. <laughs> yeah. And that's a great way to see, honestly, it's like whatever word you want to use, like you could use it as contrast or yeah. like a seesaw. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. And like, that's, that's it. But there's also like so many gifts that you have that I could go on about, <laughs> but those energies are actually the things in our lives that we tend to be either unconscious of, or we just don't realize because they come so naturally. Mm -hmm. And, um, like it, it'll, it will be worth talking about your chart again, um like as it comes to your Saturn return because there's a lot of like positive energy with this where you could really like tap into that with awareness because all this is literally what we want to make of it so if we want to just use it as like a, oh hmm, maybe I do tend to do this perhaps I can try this out this other way and if you do and you notice that there's a shift in feeling that's positive then why not try that out a little bit more and a little bit more until it becomes more natural than the, the resistive, um, restrictive, very like tense feeling and like, hey, you have to do everything and it can be overwhelming. But needless to say, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to leave it at that because we could talk about a lot, but do you have any <laughs> other questions? <laughs> I don't I don't think so I'm just I'm happy it's it's so cool listening to yeah just my chart because I had no clue about anything other than you know just like the three main the three main signs and I still didn't even know exactly how everything tied all together so I feel like it's it's giving me a lot of clarity and I'm I feel like I'm gonna I'm definitely that type of person I'm like now I want to go get a book a bunch of books about this and like do some researching about what I just learned and yeah talk to you more about it and yeah I'm jazzed yes <laughs> <laughs> well if you need any books I got I got a stack that I have I still have to keep going into so I can uh, lend you some <laughs> yeah I'm so thankful for this um yeah, it's just, it's amazing seeing all of this come full circle. And um, yeah, I've been wanting to learn about astrology for so long. So it's kind of cool. Just like my first time talking about this, I'm on your podcast. I'm honored. Yes, <laughs> I'm freaking stoked too. It's, it's like, yes, it finally happened. We did it. We took the time and we got it done. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, before we roll out, I would love to invite you to share where people can find you and how they can work with you, how they can just get into your world, anything. Yeah, so I pretty much document all of my adventures and my life daily on Instagram and TikTok. Um, it's Shelbs Says, S-H-E-L-B-S-S-A-Y-S. -S -S. Um, you can find me on my Instagram and TikTok, like I just said. I have YouTube where I document maybe once a month. Um, also Shelb says and I also do a podcast which I'm hoping to bring back and that's called intuition and fruition um, but yeah I think those are all my main platforms I also do some coaching for girls or guys that want to learn more about how to get into content creation and how they can kind of even if you know even if you don't want to be in, 
like quote unquote influencer or content creator, the value of understanding how social media can work for your business. If you work for yourself, it's can be a game changer in life. So I do some one-on-one coaching as well. And you can just reach out to me over on my Instagram or email me. It's just shelbsays at gmail.com. Yay. Perfect. And we'll have all of that in the show notes when this goes live, which I believe will be this week, actually. So yay. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Allowing the world to hear about what your chart kind of consists of. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to talk too much about the, the placements or anything to keep it on the DL, but we can always go back and talk on our own time about that. So you can get a little bit more information. (laughs) I want to keep it a little bit private on here, but still share the, 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 (laughs) like how it can really be a a guiding light. That's really all this. Like if you don't resonate, leave it at the door. You don't got to take it with you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it definitely resonated with me. It's, it's actually pretty, pretty, I, yeah, just honestly kind of scary how spot on that was. <laughs> yes. Well, that's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> I did a good job of asking yeah. that. was amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much. All the doggies are in here going nuts. So we will say goodbye to everybody on the podcast. See you next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Incredible Conversations. Slowly echoes throughout your car as the podcast comes to an end. Sitting there in fascination, curiosity, and solitude, the visions of how you want to superfuel your success dance along in your mind. A deep belief has awakened, and you're empowered to consciously create your life by optimizing your energy and healing from the inside out. You've subscribed to the podcast, have left your five-star review, and shared this episode with a friend because of the new intentions you've created for yourself. You have your foot on the gas, hand on the wheel, and you no longer need a GPS to know where you're going.